Hey there, you got Jeff. I've got about 15 seconds before my dog barks again, so I'll make this quick. If you're looking to connect with other customer success leaders who are trying to operationalize customer success in their companies, come over to gaingrowretain.com and join now. We're going to try and elaborate on a, a new style here, just Jay and I going back and forth on a couple of episodes and start to release these on a regular cadence. So we're thinking three times a week. Um, you know, we're trying to to get more content into the hands of our listeners. And I think we've heard back from the listeners that they're craving more content like this. So we will start to do this and let you guys know what we're seeing, but continue to give us feedback and continue to, to listen. And we'll try and uh, adapt as we go. Welcome to the Game Grow, Retain podcast. So Jay, as we right now are in turbulent times, coronavirus is very apparent. So it's the relevant topic. Let's, you know, let's not uh, get away from it. So I think there's two vectors and let's think about uh, maybe the first one to go down. What are some SaaS businesses or uh, some applications that you think are going to start to do extremely well here over the next two, three, four months because of uh, coronavirus? Like what are, what's like a, a macro trend that you start envisioning um, is going to happen in the business world? Yeah, well, I mean, I think the obvious one, I mean, Zoom is already up. I don't even know what the numbers are. Their, their stock was up, you know, 40% last week over like the week prior. So I think obviously communications companies, I'm sure Slack is going to do well. We came across this new company called, what was it? Mural. Uh, Mural. Mural.co, um, who basically facilitates, um, they have a platform which facilitates uh, virtual collaboration uh, over, you know, over video and tools like, like that. So um you know, we're even looking at, right, Jeff, trying to hold workshops remotely and do, do all that kind of work virtually. We do a lot of face-to-face -face work with our clients. So we need tools like that to help us um, facilitate those things in a more seamless way. So I think anything having to do with communications is going to be good. The other thing we, we've come across is, like, we have some healthcare clients, and they're, like, literally, as we speak, like, rushing out the door modules to their software that are meant to help um, healthcare organizations, you know, hospitals, doctors' offices, whatever, track and um, and manage some of the the inflow that we're going to start to see from COVID-19. So I think healthcare, obviously, you know, is going to do really, really well. I think the the fear there is that they're going to get inundated. But uh, you know, maybe companies that are having a slow year from a from a sales perspective, otherwise, are going to get a little bump from you know from this. So I don't know, what else are you seeing? Yeah, no, the collaboration tools of Mural was a, an interesting one. Another one that uh, we just started testing recently because I thought it was an interesting one is uh, Notion. So Notion is uh, almost like Slack, but for note-taking and, and a various number of other things. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I think there's obviously going to be an increase of people working from home and um, having to establish new rhythm, rhythms for the workplace. Uh, there's another one that I actually um, recently saw as well that was on Jason Lemkin's Twitter. Uh, let me try and pull that up uh, real quick. But it was a, a tool that essentially was supposed to collaborate for uh, for off office banter. Almost, it's like it's almost like you can have your camera on at all times. Uh, it's almost like you you know you can kind of see everybody oh, working at in time, and so it's almost like you can kind of like click oh, in man. and start to have like a dialogue or not. So um, I think there's going to be really interesting. I, I wonder too, and I'm I'm curious if you're from your thought here, like. I don't know. Do you see this as an incubation period where there's going to be more technologies born out of this, uh, especially the collaboration? Because I feel like if you look at Slack, 
that's just you know basically a, a version of Skype that has kind of evolved over time. You look at video conferencing, right? Like, what is the I don't know. Like, what, yeah. I, I can't even imagine. But I'm just like, what's the new wave of um, work from home technology that's going to come out of this? That's probably something that we're not even thinking of right now. Like, I was you know the other day we were talking about virtual whiteboards almost. You know, like I could have a whiteboard here that I'm drawing yeah. on that you can somehow see. So um, I imagine there's there's probably technologies right now that are just not even on the forefront of our minds that come out of this because of the inherent nature of, hey, we just need to actually facilitate um, you know, growth here and actually move past something and come up with innovative technology. Yeah, I mean, uh, necessity is the mother, mother of invention, <laughs> right? And so like, this is a, definitely a, a, I think step one, so there are people right now, like we just heard from one of our prospects that they're basically, you know, probably gonna put our, the, the project we're gonna do with them on hold, but, they're like rearranging their whole staff, their support and CS team to work from home, right? And so all their energy is just focused on that. But once they get people there, then they're going to try to, then they're going to start to figure out what kind of gaps they have. And I guarantee you there's some guys in a, in a basement right now or in a garage, like conjuring up something technology-wise that's going to be an interesting new spin on communication. Like that, you know, drop-in functionality you were just talking about. I mean, first of all, that's scary. I wouldn't want anybody dropping in on me working from home just because like this looks really nice behind me, but I guarantee you, like you don't want to see the other side of my computer. Right. But I mean, I, the, the, there's bound to come out of this uh, a, a bunch of tools and, and technologies that we haven't even really thought about before. So I think it's exciting. I'm, I'm excited to see what comes out of it. And I'm excited to try some of this stuff too, because the, the other thing that's cool about what's happening is it's not like you're going to have individuals working from home. Like everybody's going to be working from home independently. So it's not like you'll have a conference room full of people on one side of the phone and then maybe a couple of remote people. Everybody's going to be remote. So I think, um, you know, that, that is a little bit different. It's more nuanced than just having some people work from home sometimes. And I think it's actually going to make remote work better. And it dawned on me that that's probably like, there's some companies, uh, I think it lasts this way. I don't know. Maybe somebody will correct me if I'm wrong, but, like they're 100% work from home. I think uh, GitLab is also 100% work from home um, or work remote. So, um, so I think that's how those kind of companies work better than companies that have a you know remote policy or a work from home policy where you can do that one day a week or when you're sick or when your kids are whatever the the, the you know their their policies are. But anyway, um, yeah, I think we're gonna see some cool technology coming out of this, no doubt. Yeah. It. Um, yeah. The other. I think the other thing that. Um, you just mentioned is, or I guess when you think about remote technology and when you think about the, what's going to happen for the workforce, like you said, like this is a whole new motion for a lot of these companies because generally you've got, you know, 75% of your workforce internally. So I think um, obviously communication tools like Slack matter. And uh, you know, when you think about Microsoft 365 or Skype, or whatever it is, like all those things matter. But what I think is going to be really interesting is how do you start to communicate and build like culture mission values from a, uh, purely remote workforce and how you think about communicating the goals of the business. How do you start to hold, you know, if you did have big town halls, like this is a, um, I don't know, it's a very interesting time because I feel like there are some uh, big boulders of, you know, things that we do in the workforce that are face to face and now have to be reinvented, right? Like, do you, instead of when you think about the, the um, town hall that you might have, is it, just a webinar where the CEO or the, you know, a couple of people are talking and it's, it's just pre-recorded and sent out. Or do you do that live where you bring in questions? Do you have a chat functionality yeah. where you facilitate that? Right. Like there's so many nuances now that uh, I think companies have to think through as they 
transition to remote that are going to have effects. And I think the mission values, what our company does, what's our quarterly goals and ambitions, what are our yearly objectives, like all of that type of communication is going to have to change. Uh, so I think that'll be interesting to see if, if there's more technology and, and see if companies actually buy more technology that helps facilitate that type of discussion. Yeah, it, I think it goes a level even deeper than that. And I put a question out on LinkedIn today because I'm genuinely curious how people are doing this. It's like, you know, communication is one thing. And I think communication is easy enough to do virtually, right? There's so many tools. As long as you know which channel you're communicating on for which thing, like, you can pull that off. But I think the harder thing to do is to build trust, right? Like, if you don't, being able to work, in, like, independently or remotely and even over video is predicated on being able to trust somebody, right? And so you can build that trust over time with, with somebody like you and I have, you know, even though we live in the same town, we spend more time looking at each other on our computer screens than anything else. And we've built trust over time. Now that's also reinforced because we've been able to, we know each other face to face and we work together and that kind of thing. But um, so that's the real, maybe the underlying thing is like, how do you build trust and maintain trust, you know, underneath all of that communication? Cause that's what makes it work. And then in terms of like the, the uh, town halls and the meetings, I think we have to ask more. We have to ask for more feedback, maybe more formally from the team itself. So two more ideas come to mind of companies that are going to do well. One is these like cultural solution type platforms where you're doing pulse surveys for the employees and the team. Um, and then another is like, you know, Qualtrics, they, they're big on just overall experience management. And they think of that as customer experience and then also employee and team experience and they do that for really really big companies um i think medallia does the same thing so um anyway i think maybe asking more i don't know but trust is underneath it maybe if you and, and if you ask more and you can sort of give feedback back on what you're hearing that builds trust so i think we've got to get real creative around building trust underneath all the communication virtual I don't know, that's my thought that's my hot take yeah yeah maybe yeah have... virtual trust ball <laughs> somehow we we facilitate virtual trust falls. Maybe that maybe that's a company that we just born born today. Yeah, trustfall.com. I wonder if that's a bit um, the so the other thing I wanted to <laughs> dive into real quick. You know, we're trying to keep you short, but you know, from your being your a previous leader uh, in a SaaS business, like what are some of the things that you would be worried about right now as a you know customer success leader in a SaaS business? Is there things that you'd be kind of checking yeah. on the list? Like, would you go? You know, are you going back through kind of key accounts and, you know, are we verifying and, and trying to help, you know, see where we can be beneficial to their organization? Like how are we reinforcing value throughout kind of a turbulent time? So I don't know what comes to mind for you as like, if I was in that seat right yeah. now, here are the things that I would, I would think about. Well, um, I mean, I think everything you just said, but this is where, so a lot of times we find that companies are relying on tribal knowledge and they're relying on people, you know, just being good actors and having, you know, their own personal processes that work for interfacing with customers and staying engaged and keeping in touch and measuring health and, you know, staying strategically engaged with them. So I think what, what this is, and I'm just now sort of thinking through this as you ask it, but right now is when you start to rely on those things being actual processes and not just, not just tribal knowledge and not just, um, you know, luck based on who knows how to perform in their job role and who doesn't. So, in my mind, I think it's getting back to just fundamentals of defining what you want the process to be. If you want your CSMs to do, you know, success planning with their customers, then you need to pick the tier of customers that you need to demand that that's done for 
and then you need to measure it, make sure it's being tracked in Salesforce or tracked in Gainsight or Strike Deck or uh, whatever you use from a CS perspective. Um, but the other thing is, I think at this point, we got to sort of pump the brakes on that a little bit too, because we have to understand that all of our clients are going through the same thing that we're going through right now, which is they're being displaced and dispersed, just like we are with our prospect, right? And so it's like, okay, well, you know, let's keep tabs on it, but we're not, we're not trying to hold a QBR right now, right? We're just trying to maybe send a text to our contact and say, hey, look, uh, what are you guys up to? Like, we're all going remote, like make it a two-way. I think it's a good opportunity to build relationships because it's like this shared experience, literally that everybody in the world is going through. So no matter what country you're in, you could be having a really sort of deeper one-to-one conversation with your, with your people and your client accounts that maybe you haven't had that opportunity to have before. So I don't know. I think it represents a good opportunity. Yeah. Deep in relationships. I think that there's a, an opportunity, especially in the fact that you can hold a, maybe a little bit more of an informal relationship, I think is what you're going at too. Right. Which is, can be a slippery slope, but in the same time, like, I think that's another way to build trust, right? If you can, if I can start to reach out to that person in times like this, and we can kind of go back and forth on what's happening. And, um, you know, you start, yeah. like you said, we're all going through the same experience and that's how you can, you can typically build trust is if you're vulnerable, going through the same experiences, thinking about the same things, what are your worries, uh, and getting those out. And I think, you know, just being there listening to, I think that that probably provides a lot of support to your clients sometimes, right? It's just like, Hey, what's, what are the challenges that you guys have as business right now? You're going remote, but what are you guys worried about as a business? And then is there anything yeah. that our solution touches on that, you know, and, and how can I be of service? It's not, I think to your point, it's probably less about, Hey, enforcing the value of our company and trying to drive, Hey, here's our performance results right now. And Hey, here's what, you know, here's the new product features coming out. And it's more about, Hey, what's happening in this current situation. And is there anything that I can really help you with? Otherwise I'm going to step to the side and kind of be here as a, as a sounding board if you need it, but I'm going to get out of your way essentially to, to let you, uh, figure out how you guys yeah. are going to operate about this time. Um, Which works out well because my kids are actually on the other side of the computer. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, awesome. No, it, it reminds me, it reminds me a lot of 9-11. Um, you know, I still remember the, when that happened, the, the people I was working with, like the stories we shared, I where I was at that moment. And I mean, this is obviously not, you know, we're not dealing with something that tragic at this point. Although, you know, a lot of people have lost their lives, which is not good. And we're trying to protect more human life, but, but, you know, you think back and, and everybody had that shared experience, you know, whether you were in elementary school or in, you know, high school or whether you were in your first job and, you know, your career, you were at a customer site, you were on a plane, like everybody remembers where they were. And it became one of those bonding kind of experiences that, you know, everybody has a story and that's something that you could, uh, that you can share. So anyway, I think, you know, this is on the same magnitude. Certainly it's global in nature. It's got attention you know, from everybody. So, um, yeah, I think it's an interesting thing to, to use to build relationships for sure. Yeah. Well, that was a quick hit. I think we did that in like 14 minutes or so. So we're going to start to release yeah. these a couple I times a week. Um, I think we're going to try and get into more of this collaborative format, talk about SaaS companies that we think are interesting, solving interesting problems. You know, maybe we see some of their customer success practices and we can uh, call those out too. But, uh, I think this will be a, a fun format to go through here for, the next little bit on a kind of our own test that we're going to run and, and bring more content to you guys. So um, share feedback, you know, go listen, rate review, and um, we'll keep, keep doing this. Hey guys, thanks so much for taking the time to listen to the gain, grow, retain podcast. If you liked what you heard, please take a moment and share the podcast with your friends and colleagues and subscribe. We really appreciate it. Talk to you soon.